Well, we can just start it now. This is Podflix, episode 207. I'm Nish. I'm Paul. I'm Willie. There we go. We started the episode. First time I think you've done that without being like, what episode are we on? Mm, I asked already while you were gone. There you go. go. Lest you think that I was sure about this. All right, here we are. Another day, another episode. I like your headphones, Nish. Thank you. I got new headphones. Can't see your ears at all. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why I got them. I'm very, very (laughs) self-conscious about my ears and wanted to uh, to hide them. This is actually just the lobes. Yeah, just the lobes. No, of course. Did you guys? You guys remember, I don't know if you knew, but like I, I was considered a really big eared kid when I was younger. And I figured out that like I was basically, I feel like I was basically born with adult ears and, and I just grew into my ears and now they're yeah. normal size. It's like a, like a dog or a cat. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, yeah. Could you hear That's... much better as a kid than you can now? Have you, have you grown out of your ears? <laughs> I, I probably, yeah. Uh, I have Benjamin Button ears. They're actually getting smaller as I get older. <laughs> Two little, two little cord kernels when he's 90. Just your ears, yeah. <laughs> that would mean when you had little kids, when you were a little kid, not only were your ears like huge, but they had like hair and shit growing out of them. <laughs> All wrinkly, yeah. yeah. He's got old man ears. I've actually never seen Benjamin Button. Oh, really? really? Yep. I mean, that's fine, in my opinion. <laughs> it's not, it's not, not, not a movie that it's like, my God, how do you go without, through life without seeing Benjamin Button? It's another Brad Pitt movie, no? I, it is I get another the Brad Pitt references. movie, like the movie that we watched, which is uh, 2022's Bullet Train. A Brad Pitt movie, I guess. I mean, is, other people are in it, too. This is your call, yeah? No, well, kind of. It, Paul... Paul suggested a bunch of movies, and I said, "Let's do this one out of the ah, one that he suggested." That's right. Yeah, yeah. Paul, yeah. why did why did you suggest this of all movies? And I saw the trailer. I'm like, Paul's not going to want to watch this. Um, I think I was looking for something that would be fun and stupid. Ooh, uh, yeah, that's accurate. true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because our our last episode was a little more. It wasn't super serious, but it was you know there was a lot going on. Chopped off some fingers. Chopped off some fingers. Exactly. So, Paul and I hung out in person, Mitch, the other day, and we we're still talking about the finger chopping off. I mean, you don't forget that. I, I will say, it is uh, that that is a memorable movie, Banshees of Ed Sheeran. And I I always want to say Ed Sheeran now. Now that you said that, <laughs> Banshees of Ed Sheeran. I feel like that should be the new like Halloween thing, like a fake thumb that has blood on it that you can just throw at people's cars. Instead oh yeah, digging cool. their cars, you just thumb yep. their cars. Yep. Good luck a, finding somebody who will get that reference. Yeah. It makes a weirdly loud sound. That's right. <laughs> Was that a finger? It sounded like a brick. It's a bird. Yeah. Was that, why did he do that? Buried shades of insured. What did he say? God damn it. Know. It's a plastic thumb with fake blood. <laughs> oh, get it. That's right. <laughs> Just for that, you're getting four more plastic fingers. <laughs> All Stop right. Me. So let's uh, let, let's talk about Bullet Train. So this movie came out, uh, as I said, last year, um, and it is directed by uh, David Leach, who sort of like 
co-directed, stealth-directed kind of part of uh, the first John Wick movie and then kind of went on to do... Uh, I should have looked up everything he did. I know he did Atomic Blonde, which is a movie I've seen and I liked. Man, but, I thought you were going to say he co-directed stealth. <laughs> no. No, he did not. Um, and uh, the movie stars Brad Pitt and uh, quite a few other people, which we'll sort of get into, I think, as we we talk about the movie. But premise is pretty simple at least to start with which is basically uh brad pitt is a um a hitman i guess you you would you would say it's it's a little it's a little hard to say whether he's actually a a hitman or not right right snatch and grab man right yes that's right he only does snatch and grab jobs as he says a few times um and he is hired or really he replaces another another person who was supposed to go to um basically go on this bullet train in in japan that's going uh where is it start in tokyo it's going from tokyo to kyoto i believe and um it you know is supposed to basically retrieve a briefcase um that is on the uh on the train and unbeknownst to him there are a whole lot of other people on this train hitmen who he has to contend with, all of whom are sort of involved with the briefcase or something related to it in some way, shape, or form. And you kind of find out as the movie goes on kind of what that is. Um, and that's basically the premise. This is very much an action movie. Uh, there's not you know a whole lot of non-action going on uh, through the movie. So um, there are a couple places we can start. Um Let's let's maybe just start generally with uh, the tone of this movie. So because this movie has a very specific tone um, and we'll talk about that. But what did what did you think of the tone of this movie, Paul? And, and how did you feel about it? I mean, for me, the tone was it was actually a little bit uneven. I felt like like it was trying to be at points like witty sardonic at points it was trying to be a little absurdist um and at points it was trying to be you know john wick jr (laughs) um and honestly like you know it's the kind of thing where it's like the worst kind of effect because it i could see how what they were going for but they never quite got there um, which in my mind is like pretty is like it's kind of disappointing. It's like, ah oh, man, I could I could see what they wanted this movie to be. And in a few places they almost got there. But something the tone just never quite landed for me. Yeah, I would add to that it was like a little well, a little bit like Guy Ritchie, try, trying to be Guy Ritchie, trying yeah. to be the best of Guy Ritchie, but just like just fell a little bit short, right? Yeah, I I don't really have much to add. I feel like I feel exactly what you guys just said. Like I felt like Paul could have said it better. And the movie I was going to compare this to a little bit in some ways was Snatch. Totally. Um, yeah. Like I, I, I felt like this, in my head, I was like, is that is that because Brad Pitt or like why or is it just right? Like maybe a little bit but, or whatever. You know? Yeah. I I mean I think one of the ways in which it's very much like Snatch is like this um, kind of ensemble cast that is constantly introduced and it's like every time it's like this person and it has like their name and then like has this little like vignette with them or like, you know, it's constantly doing this like very like manic flashback to something that happened and like things like that. It just, and, and the whole editing style as well 
maybe because of what the plot was. And like you said, sort of like the the very, you know, the funny tone it's going for and the absurdist tone, like all of that was very reminiscent of Guy Ritchie for me. But I also think the other things you mentioned, Paul, are very, very true as well. Like the John Wick Jr. kind of feel at times. I'll say this much, though. Um, I didn't like the execution of the flashbacks. Like it it, it was a little jarring, but I mm-hmm. liked all the flashbacks. I thought the backstories were great. I like some more than others, personally. There were, there were a couple I liked, I guess. I think my favorite one, and and this is like this is not a character I cared about, but I thought the most well executed character thing for me, period, was um, the wolf flashback yeah. with with Bad Bunny, yeah, because yeah. I love the idea that they do a pretty big flashback. They go back, they do all this cut, blah 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 blah, and the flashback is longer than his character is in the whole in <laughs> yep. the movie, and and that's very purposeful, and I thought it was great. Like, I really mm-hmm. like the fact that he's like this big, big build up. And then he's like there for like two minutes, basically kills himself. And then it's 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 great. So I, I laughed at that. Yeah, I did like that. And, and and it felt extremely Guy Ritchie, but the water bottle flashback did make me chuckle. Yeah, the water. I like I didn't understand what they were doing for a split second. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then once it did, it was like, oh, OK, OK. <laughs> Yes, that, that did feel very Guy Ritchie. So there are a lot of characters in this film. I thought maybe one way we could talk about this is I wanted to ask each of you. Maybe we'll start with you, Willie. Um, who was your favorite character in this film? Or or maybe a couple characters if you, if you have more than one. Like who's, who's someone who you like really enjoyed watching? Yeah, the twins, right? Everybody loves Lemon. Like I think it hands down like they're they're probably the best part of the movie, right? Yeah, I mean they're yeah, they're I would they're, agree. they're yeah. definitely mine. Yeah, I didn't really like um, the daughter, the grandfather and and son, and you know, I guess the little kid. Like that storyline didn't really play for me. Ironically, like White Death was like, eh. first and foremost, I was like, oh, fucking Michael Shannon, there, there you are. Yeah, um, I mean that was that that was the coolest part of the the White Death thing was just the reveal that it's like yeah there is it's michael shannon look at that you know you know who i was happy to see was um masioka i was like oh it's hero yeah 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 i, I, I wish he had a little a more minute. to do i wish he had a little more to do because he kind of disappears from like Wait, was that his character's name and in- yeah hero yep hero, hero. yeah yep, you're absolutely what was the right name of that fucking show heroes, heroes. <laughs> oh, his name is hero and yes yeah. yep. that's right it was i was trying what? to remember i was like hero really? hero nakamura that's right yep um yeah, man. Um, I thought it's a bummer because, like, <laughs> I really did enjoy the fucking two minutes that the Hornet was there and she just kept calling him bitch. <laughs> just, just kept saying, she must have said bitch 40 times in, like, two minutes. I thought that was hysterical, but... And I thought yeah. it was funny that she was the one in that costume the whole time. I I figured someone was going to be in that yeah, costume after, after a couple yeah. times. I mean, I didn't know who, you know, who it was going to be, but, yeah. And I'm glazing over Brad Pitt, but just whatever. I don't know. Well, I think he really deserves to be glazed over because I agree. I, I didn't. I didn't love him in this role. I didn't love his character. I didn't love his like weird, like I don't know, the dude thing that he was kind of almost going through. Like I don't know. Definitely, none of the, he kept calling. Don't call me bro. That was funny, actually. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't love him in this. I have to say. Yeah. 
I I agree with that. I, I feel like you've picked you, you guys have picked mostly the people who I like didn't really love in this. Like like I do feel like um the 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 old guy like the grandfather like like he was fine. I, I like that actor. You know. Yeah, me. I do too. Yeah, like sunshine and like shit like that. Um, but like the the son who's like the guy we start the movie with or i guess he's the father technically because he's the little kid's father but um like his whole story like there's just like nothing to it you know what i mean like it's like he's like he feels like like the way i was going to describe him is like he feels like the uh like he feels like the Liu kang of the bunch a little bit like he's just like <laughs> i'm here too like, like it's like like i don't have any like crazy thing going on but like i'm, I'm also in here um actors in a movie called cake bomb i don't know what that's about but i kind of want to see it yeah i mean he might be a good actor it's just like that that role had like nothing going on and it's like for him to be like one of the main people left it's kind of like really it's like we couldn't have, we couldn't have kept tangerine around right. instead like i you know it's like i mean i like lemon the most obviously but tangerine grew on me Mm-hmm. as it went through and they were they, they were good together that i i enjoyed the thomas the tank engine stuff um as it went through i maybe it's because i've seen enough thomas the tank engine in in my day but yeah they might have hit it once or they, twice they, too they many times. Hit it once or twice too many but i did yeah. i did still kind of enjoy it will you start calling people diesels now probably not I, if, I, if if the if Diesel as a character in Thomas the Tank Engine was actually like Percy or something like that, like I totally call people Percy's. But Diesel's a little like too on the nose for that kind of thing. Like it's like kind of the name you actually would call someone like that. Right. I've not seen the show. It's out of context for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fair. I haven't seen very much of it. So <clears throat> I do. I, there's there's a couple of things I really lo- there there are some stuff I I, I I liked. I really liked that. Like Brad Pitt had run into the twins earlier, been shot by them, and they didn't remember him at all. And they're mm-hmm. just like, yeah, whatever. And like, it, it in contrast to John Wick, which like where everybody knows each other, like this world is kind of big enough where it's like, yeah, we ran into each other a couple of years ago. Ah, you're just some guy I shot. I don't really remember you. Um, and then, and that I kind of I kind of dig because like Brad Pitt just kind of I did like the fact that he just like kind of can't let it go that he got shot twice. By Lemon and Lemon is just like I I don't remember. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I'm trying to think like what other things like I liked a decent amount is like. What did you think about Sandra Bullock? Didn't need to show up in person. Agreed. That's that that's a big thing. I mean, I thought it was fine. It's like I I definitely I can tell you why she needed to show up in person. I had no idea. I was like, this is clearly a famous voice and you didn't, you didn't clock her? Nope. Oh. And you know what I kept thinking was like, this should be Eva, Eva Mendes. That's what's immediately. I don't know why I was like, this should be Eva Mendes. Nice. Hmm. I I guess I what like, I felt. Oh, it's Sandra Bullock. Okay, I get it. Yeah. I, I I guess what I felt, and not to pick apart this like one thing that happens in the last like two minutes of the movie, but like, I guess it wouldn't have made sense. Eh, it could have. I mean, it's this that kind of movie. Why couldn't he just still had a phone on him that was working and then she calls him or he calls her or something like that. And they're talking on the phone and then she shows up. What I didn't like about when she showed up is how she showed up and then they had to like do that flashback of like different scenes where they're talking to show. It's like it was her talking because that's 
that's a dumb reveal. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's like, it's like she was in the car driving like close to the train or whatever. And it's right. Like, she was, she was cares? in some restaurant or something talking to him or something. It was just like, I don't like, that's a weird way to show it. If you, if you want to show it so that, like you said, Willie, if you didn't clock the voice, it's like, Oh, that was Sandra Bullock. It's like, show it that way without having to do this like climactic reveal thing, which I know wasn't a climactic reveal, but it was a little weird how it like they flashed back. It's like, did we need this flashback? Really? I did like, like I got the, it. the writing gag about like, well, find my iPhone. Apparently it works really well. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I like that gag. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where, where it allowed him to like get to the train, like the, the bathroom on the train to find him. Yeah. Yeah. And also I did like the gag of the cell phones constantly breaking and Brad Pitt having to find a new one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like you said, like Paul, like they, there was a lot of like good, ideas here and kind of like some good stuff here and then i don't know that i can quite pinpoint where it just like it just doesn't really add up to more than I the can. sum of its parts yeah it's easy like it's the, the premise of the entire fucking movie you know these two dudes that are so mad that their wives got killed 40 fucking years ago or however long it was and they decided both of them somehow to put everybody on a fucking trip the whole premise of the movie is absolutely stupid <laughs> Yeah, like, it is. Down to I like, mean, I put my son on the fucking train because he was a junkie and my wife went to pick up my son. So I'm putting him on the fucking train too. And I planned on killing you all on the train. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're definitely like, there definitely a, is a, a thing with this movie. too much together movie for just to be fucking clever. Yeah. And, and there definitely is a thing with this movie where it's like too, it's too overstuffed. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Like the, the, I I really felt that with the daughter character who like just like mm. just it none of that clicked for me at all. Yeah, she didn't add anything to the movie at all. It felt like she which was is, in a different movie. Which is weird, ways. right? Because it's like for about two thirds of the movie, the daughter is really the main antagonist. Like like right. like she is like kind of like whereas the others are all kind of working at cross purposes, like she's really the one who's kind of pitting them against each other for most of the movie. And most of them don't know it. And you're like kind of waiting for them to know it. But I agree. Like, I guess I didn't mind her when it was like her up against like Brad Pitt or up against the twins or something like that. But when it was just her or like her with like Yuichi, like trying to like open the suitcase and shit like that. I was just like, yeah, like move past this or like, yeah. Yeah. And and like, I, I feel like it should have been the kind of thing where, there was no reveal till the end. And like, if she had won at the end, um, like that would have been, and it would have been a big reveal that like, Oh, this other person on the train was pulling the strings the whole time. Right. And you just had no idea. You just had no idea, but like she ended up being like inconsequential more or less when all was said and done. And it was like, Oh, it was like, she was just like horning in on this plot. And like, right. In the end didn't affect it that much. I I do feel like because I found her character so annoying I did like the end. I mean, obviously when she gets hit by the truck, but even before that, when she like <laughs> comes out after everything, she's like, it's like my luck that like placed my like, and like Brad Pitt is like the narcissism on her. Like, like basically it's like, we just went through all the shit, killed it. Like, killed her. like, look at her. Like, holy shit. Like I did, I did appreciate that. But yeah, overall it was just like, just a little too, overstuffed um were there any fight scenes that you guys especially liked in this since there's obviously a lot of fight scenes yeah that's what i was gonna bring up like it's a little 
John Wick mixed with like an old Jackie Chan movie. Um, and mm. <sighs> I hadn't thought of it that way. That's a good call out though. Yeah. Brad Pitt's a little too old or just not quite pulling off like the, I, I don't know. He's like, in some ways he's supposed to be like, I'm the wrong dude in the wrong place. Like just trying to get by, like I am outclassed here. And then in other ways, he's like, I am the hyper competent, like, you know, super duper hand to hand, hand to hand combat guy too. At the same time. Yeah. You which is the same weird. thing about Lemon, who's like huge and kind of out of shape, right? He shouldn't be moving the way he's moving. Yeah. I felt like, I, so I didn't know I didn't know the John Wick connection when I watched the movie, but I kept watching, thinking like, "Yep, this is a John Wick inspired movie." Like, no, no doubt about it, and and not in a great way either. Like, it felt derivative in that way. Right. Yeah. What about what about you, Willie? Were there like are there any like fight parts you liked or like you know things that kind of went on with all the with the fights that you appreciated? I like the Tangerine and Brad Pitt. What's Brad Pitt's characters even? Fucking Ladybugs. Ladybug. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. There's a whole there's a whole shtick about that. Yes. Um, yeah, I like the Tangerine Ladybug kind of. I like their interactions, their fights, and kind of their unfortunately yeah. Tangerines kind of passing as the byproduct of it. It was like I, a, it was like it was like a fight out of admiration with each other. Yeah, I, I that's one that I would say too, and part of it's also maybe that that's the longest one. Like, yeah. like, I mean, I mean, it, you know, it stops and then it starts and then, you know, like that kind of thing. But yeah, the, like when they're fighting and then like the, um, the woman comes in with the tray and, the, and he like gets the water and like the, like, that's like all that stuff. Yeah. Borrow 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think some of that's also just that, like, I think in this movie, um, you know, I, I think that Aaron Aaron Taylor Johnson is actually a pretty appealing presence. Like the more the movie went on, the more I liked him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 I felt like he played a very I, I don't know. I, I just like this like exasperated like kind of feel that he has. He's somebody actually who he um, the nerdy kid and kick ass. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Jesus. That's how he got famous. How did that happen? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say a handsome dude. Yeah, I, w- w- that, that's what I was gonna say. Is I feel like he's grown into himself nicely like i like i feel like you know i still think of him as you know that or quicksilver in the mcu um and you know i i he made a he made a good kind of like you know burlyish hitman here and like i liked his sort of comic exasperation um with his brother as well yeah like like you said i feel like the you know the two of them and they, you know, probably carried the beginning of the movie for me where it was like, you know, we, we had a decent number of scenes with the two of them talking with each other and sort of bickering. And I appreciated that. And I felt like as far as I don't feel like this movie was really going for emotion all that much at any time. But there were a couple of little places. And I think the one place it landed was when he thought his his brother had died and they had like, you know, he had like that little time with him and it was like that was well that was the one point where it's like okay like like not that i was upset or anything but i was like this is like like this is a like i this is a scene where you could like actually feel a little bit of emotion because like because you like these characters like real short flashback but it was good yeah yeah with the two of them watching the soccer game yeah absolutely yeah so yeah should have been more of them Mm -hmm. you cry you cry during that scene oh yeah (laughs) i was i was weeping just, yeah. just tears falling from my face. Like a baby. Yep. You know me. 
Um, what else with this movie? I mean, we already talked a little bit about the, not so much the cinematography, but just the style of it. I, I almost feel like it's less cinematography and more like the editing style of, of this movie. Yeah. I, There's something with the colors there, right? They're mm-hmm. re- really, really bright and vivid and crisp. Yeah. Very yeah. saturated. Yeah. Yeah. Which fits. Um, it's like, it's a very like bubblegum Japan kind of look to it. Yeah. I like the, I like the feel. You really did get the feel that that train was fucking moving fast. Yes. E- except for the part where he jumped on the back of the train and then like fucking like crawled in and you're just like, all right. <laughs> there was a uh, lot of all right moments there. Like nobody should be able to hang outside of a train going however fast whatever. they go. Or at least that they do hour. that. Like it's like, I always go back. I mean, you know, if you're thinking of a fast moving train and somebody hanging on the outside of it, like I'll always think of like the original original Mission Impossible yep. when they're on the TGV and they do a better job on that where it's yeah. like, like their faces are like, like his face and John Boyd's face are like pancaked, like when they're out on that and like they're on, you know, like John Boyd's using like those suction cup things and Tom Cruise isn't, but it like very much feels like he's going to fall off at any second. Right. Like. Like, like that feels like they're going like 150 to like 180 miles an hour in that in that Mission Impossible scene. This one just didn't when people were out were outside, especially when. Yeah. When Tangerine's hanging on trying to get back into the train. But, you know, again, not exactly that kind of movie. I did definitely I did definitely check the time during this movie. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm only halfway through this movie. Me I know too. it's not that long, but boy, it felt really long. I couldn't believe I was only halfway through. I fell asleep halfway through. <laughs> I gotta feel like the thing. This seems to be my shtick, where like I come in and review a movie, and then tell what they should change to make the movie better. But I feel like I'm gonna do that again uh, for this movie. <laughs> Can't wait. It should have just been a nonstop train. Like having the stops was weird because they had to create this like weird artificial constraint to get the train moving again, and like it's when the movie felt the most fake to me because it was like i was like this is not you got to be kidding me like with these 60 second stops that like and no one on the platform fucking notices anything that's going on and like they can't figure out how to get off the train because the plot needs them to stay on the train like i don't know i didn't i didn't like any of those moments yeah i agree and they it did also feel like again i this is like a silly movie but um there were still parts that just felt a little odd. Like it, like it felt like it was like sometimes important that like other people were on the train at times. And sometimes like that didn't matter at all. Um, like with like the quiet car stuff, like early on with, uh, with, with Brad Pitt and lemon, um, where they're fighting and that woman keeps shushing them and all that. Um, like, I, like, I don't know. Like it was like, it was like, that was just kind of weird where they'd like pretend to just be doing stuff when she'd like turn around and be like, yeah, yeah, we're just sitting here. But then like, they're like wailing on each other when they're not. And it's just like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to think here. Like, I know it's not a serious movie, but I also don't understand what I'm supposed to be like. And it's like, what are they afraid of? Like, what are they afraid is going to happen if they get caught? Right. Right, right, right. Exactly. Like it was, yeah, they were just like, there were odd, like just like little inconsistencies um like that that like even within world and like within this like heightened and like kind of silly world i wasn't 100 percent sure like what i was supposed to be taking or like you know we mentioned masioka before like 
I thought it was actually quite weird the way that he just I kept waiting for him to come back because like they made a little bit of like a big deal in the first like 25 minutes of the fact that like he doesn't like Brad Pitt doesn't have a ticket and he said he could only stay on one stop and then like he even sees him after that and like or like at the first stop and like tells him to like get off and then it's like I was waiting for him to like come back into play somewhere at like the worst time to like show up again and be like you're like get at it like like what are you still doing on the train or like something like that and like never happened you like never showed up again and i was like that's weird like that feels like that was supposed to come back and didn't like i wonder if it got cut or something well it goes with the like the end of the movie where like white death is like oh i bought all the seats on the train or whatever and it's like did you buy all the conductors too like where did all the people working on the train go right um like that just feels weird Right, it's like right. That's just what they wanted to have happen. So right, they just watered it, it. So yeah, the only people on the train were the people who yeah, yeah. That was that was a little bit odd. Um, was not expecting the uh, the the Channing Tatum extended cameo, so to speak. Was was it was kind of fun. <laughs> he was good. Uh, I like that. One of good. the best parts of the movie. Yeah, his stick played every time. It, it really did. Yeah. It's just like just just one line, and it was always a really funny line every time. You've never been to uh, Japan, right, Nish? No, I never have. So I'll tell you the one thing: it's like the of all the unbelievable things here. I've been on one of these bullet trains. When I tell you that there is like literally, you will be the only English speaking person on that train. That is true. Like everybody <laughs> on this train spoke. There was a lot of Americans and a lot of people speaking English. Yeah, and like you're saying, like even besides like the people who are like obviously like the hitmen who are like there yeah, for like a the reason. lady that was shushing them. It was like, right, right. Fuck is this like there is not going to be a white woman going from Tokyo to, to to Kyoto? It's just not happening. Right, shushing people relentlessly because that's her daily commute or whatever the fuck. Also, it's a long train ride. Yeah, it is. It is a long. Certainly train felt ride. like it in the movie. It brings up a. I don't want to get too far into this because we can get ourselves in trouble. Um, but this had a kind of uh, this this movie had sort of a, uh, you know, there was like a what do you, what do you want to call it? Like whitewashing kind of thing yeah. when it came out, you know, that that basically it's like this movie takes place in Japan. It's based on a Japanese novel. Why are only a couple of the characters Japanese? Yeah. Um, and like, I think I think like the. The comeback to that, so to speak, was that it's like, yeah, like, like, I think what the studio said was like, sort of like, yeah, it takes place in Japan. We didn't want to change where it took place because we like the idea of like the bullet train thing. But like the story doesn't need to be Japanese people. Like it's just it could be whoever. And I think even like the writer of the novel that it's based on, who's Japanese, obviously said like, nah, it's fine. Like, I like I don't I don't I don't have an issue with it or whatever. But still, like, if not the main characters, it's like. Like, like you said, like the woman should like, why couldn't all the other people on the train be Japanese? I mean, some obviously some are. And like you have like, like you said, like the grandfather and the father who are Japanese. But that's it. Like, right. The, the, those are the only Japanese main characters. The woman, the woman with the beverage cart. Right. <laughs> if you want to end. <laughs> and Masioka. Like if you have like right. the, the, that's the, those are your people right there. So. It was kind of interesting, like weird, because like you said, it's like there are a couple of characters in here who it's like, I'm glad they were the people they were. But there are definitely other characters where it's just like, 
like like you said, like Brad Pitt, like it's like I guess he had to be Brad Pitt because he's, you know, sort of the marquee star for the film. But in another way, it's like, I don't know, it's like if somebody else had played him like somebody like a Japanese actor, it's like probably would have been the same. I probably would have liked this just as much if it had been a foreign film in, you know, in in with it with Japanese subtitles for the most part. I mean, I probably would have liked it more if it hadn't had Brad Pitt in it. Right. Right. It's, it's, yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, Brad Pitt. Like like you said, like it's like I, I think it's mostly the way the character is written, but like it's just a and and like and he's like very much our point of view character. You know, it's like he's not the character. He's not like the only character we spend time with, but he's still sort of our main character. And like and that's definitely kind of an issue because he's just not nearly as interesting as a couple of the other characters are in this in this film so no i agree and i i, I haven't listen i haven't i don't know anything about the source material but his through line really feels like it really gave me the feeling of like an actor who thinks this is a good idea and if you're brad pitt like you have enough juice to make it happen because mm. it you know, it feels like something. I, I don't know. I really got the impression that like this is how Brad Pitt wanted this per- the character to be. Um, you think it was maybe how that, he wanted it to be, or was not that he was because and 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 maybe part of me feels like he didn't really fit into the rest of the movie, um, hmm. and maybe that's what's giving me that impression. But I don't know. It just yeah, it was a it was a big miss of a performance for me. Right. Yeah, I'm looking at uh. I'm, I'm trying to skim really quickly through like the source material a little here. here. Um, it's kind of interesting that um, the name of the the source novel, it, w- it was called Bullet Train in the US and like abroad. But in Japan, of all things, it's called Maria Beetle, which is like Sandra Bullock's name in the, in the movie. But she, she doesn't seem to be like the main character or anything like that. That's just the name of the movie. Is it part so. of a series? Uh I don't. Oh, yes, it is actually. Yes, it's a second novel in a trilogy. Because part of me wonders: is she the through line of the trilogy? Like, yeah, that might make sense. Yeah, or or maybe at least the through line between the first and second book, or something like that. And so that's why they named it. Um, it's mostly like again, I'm reading pretty quickly through this, so that we're not just sitting here waiting. But like, at least a lot of what's in here is is pretty similar. Like like. There is, you know, there's Yuichi Kimura, there's Ladybug, there is Lemon and Tangerine, there's the Wolf. Um, not everyone though. There's the Prince, but the Prince is a boy, a teenage boy, not a girl. And it doesn't give the whole story, so I don't know if the White Death figures in here or not, or any of that. It kind of gives sort of a premise, and then goes from there, but. Yeah, I wonder. I don't. I don't know that I'm that interested to like watch the uh, or or to to read this or anything. But it seems like people liked it a lot. How did this Who played the sun? Was this the the white the white devil son the white uh, white white oh, uh, uh, Logan Lerman. Who's uh Percy, Percy Percy Jackson, right? The, the the Percy Jackson movies. 
It looks like a singer or something. <laughs> Percy Jackson, that's like the lightning movies? Yeah, the lightning thief. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They have Alexander Daddario in them. That's 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 probably their bigger claim to fame. All right. Not Logan Lerman. I I mean they do have Logan Lerman in them if you care. Um should we slap some grades on this? Mm-hmm. I think we can. Yeah. Should we? Should we do it? Dare we? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Will it, Willie, why don't you go first? Give me your grade. I would actually probably keep this on if it was on again. Like, I didn't think it was good. But I'd rewatch it. <laughs> it's, still, it's still a two. The movie is trash. Look, don't get me wrong. This, this movie is trash. The premise of the movie, just to begin with, the idea that this guy wants revenge for his wife getting in a car accident passing away, and he has the, like 8,000 fucking grudges, and he has this elaborate plot to put them all on one bullet train versus just being a badass and one at a time chopping their fucking heads off is utterly ridiculous. Yeah, I don't need to go into it. Like, I don't need to re-review the review. It's a two. <laughs> it's a two. Yeah, I, I agree with you in a couple different ways. But I'd watch but it again. The the biggest way I agree with you is I think it's a two. Um, I, I, I like the rubric of if this movie was on as if like just having the TV on and whatever's on is still a thing that happens anymore. But I hear what you're saying and I and I kind of agree with you. Um, like if I was, you know, cleaning up and it was on, I'd probably leave it on while I finished, you know, cleaning up the living room or whatever. Um yeah, I agree. With, you know, you just what you just said about um, the White Death. I totally agree. Like, I wish they had established his his character as like a tactical mastermind who does this kind of elaborate shit, and not just a total badass who just comes in and kills everyone. Because you're like, why did he do all this? Why didn't he just show up and kill everyone? Because um, that's what he does. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna. Hmm. That's weird. Hmm. That was weird. Yeah, you're frozen up there. Yeah, there you are. Um it just it just jumped to an error message. It just said, Nope, oh, something went wrong with this page. Sorry. It's okay. Yeah. Dive back in. I'll edit it out. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to re-review this movie, but it's 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 not great, um, and it's it's barely like background noise, but I, I think it does clear that bar. Yeah, uh, it's weird when we're all this much in lockstep, but yeah, two. Uh, I totally agree with you, Willie, that if it were on TV for some reason, I think it depends on where it was, but I'd probably keep it on and maybe not sit down and watch the rest of it, but like have it on while I was doing other stuff. And then if it got to like a lemon and tangerine thing, maybe I'd be like, oh, yeah, like these guys, Um, that kind of thing. It's I think the bottom line in the end for me is that it's like it is not nearly deep enough or not deep at all to be interesting. And given that it's not deep at all, it's not entertaining enough to like consistently to like hold my attention or to be good. Like the other way, 
you know, like something like John Wick, for instance, which like isn't deep, but is very entertaining. Like, you know, this just doesn't doesn't do it enough and is very much trying to. I also felt like the whole time, and this is maybe where the Guy Ritchie stuff comes in. I just felt that it's like this movie is like very like it, it it thinks it is much cooler than it is. Like it's the way I felt about the movie, like a lot of the time. And that's how I feel about a lot of Guy Ritchie shit. The, you know, the class, I mean, I don't even know what Guy Ritchie is now, but like the Guy Ritchie, when he first came out and like we, we were watching Guy Ritchie movies, that's kind of how those movies were. Yeah. But even then I agree with you, but even then Guy Ritchie was cooler than this movie is. Yeah, I agree. Guy Ritchie was kind of the only thing going at that time that had that particular feel to it. Yeah. Which, it's which better to be Guy Ritchie than to be derivative Guy Ritchie. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. Bullet train. Do you guys have a sense of like, do people in general, like did this movie, I, I don't think this movie got particularly good reviews, but what, like, do people like this movie? I don't, I think it largely was ignored. I think, it, no, I think it tanked, but got fucking pushed by the Netflix algorithm. This thing was just like mm. pushed on me weeks on end. And I was like, ah, I just can't find myself watching this fucking thing. I you wouldn't think- have watched it if you didn't pick it. I mean, Netflix probably paid a lot of money to, sh- to show it. it so. dude. It yeah. was, I think it's still kind of, um, you know, you get those top movies on Netflix. I think it's still one of the top movies on Netflix. Yeah, but I don't think that means very much. Yeah, who knows <laughs> what that means? Done. Netflix Netflix doesn't really tell you what that means, right? Like, it's like they... I think it means they're that's people watching it, at least. Who knows if they like it? Maybe, right? Like, for all I know with Netflix, it could also just mean, hey, we're going to put this in our top ten because we want people to keep watching it. And right? we're going to put happens. it up there. Yeah. And then it gets watched. Keep in mind that, yeah, like... self-fulfilling prophecy. Fuck it. Netflix has two categories. One that's, like top rated or like one's like most popular movies and one's like what's hot and it's like wait what's the difference between most popular and what's hot right exactly and it feels like maybe what's hot is like this is what we want people to like we're gonna push this shit on you yeah, we're, we're gonna tell you what's hot yeah exactly it reminds me of um i don't know what year it was 1999 fucking Lindsay lohan and um paris hilton that's hot Oh, uh, Nicole Richie in Paris Hilton. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, sure. sure. It had to be around that time, right? Two thousand, like ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one, somewhere around there. Can't believe that made it on TV. I was were I remember doing something for my job in like two thousand four or so. Um, where Please tell me you didn't say that's hot during your job no, in two thousand four. No, no, not at all. But but I did. <laughs> but I did. I did make up some. Um, training exercise that had an oblique reference to the simple life. Oh, With, there you so, go. so it had to be something that was going on around then, hmm. more or less. There you go. That's hot. That was. <laughs> it's a blast. Well, you said Lindsay Lohan. I thought you were going to say like a Mean Girls thing. Like, stop trying <laughs> to make stop trying to make fetch happen. I just confused my tra- my late nineties <laughs> train wrecks. Yeah, it's fair. My bad. It's fair. All right. Anything uh anything else we want to talk about? Do we want to take a dip in the old mailbag? Dip in the bag? Yeah, that's right. Are you guys going to watch this Dungeons and Dragons movie? Oh, that's right. Yeah, before before Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I guess so. I mean, I hadn't envisioned myself saying that, but uh 
Look, if you if you put Chris Pine in a movie that's well reviewed, I'm going to watch it kind of no matter what it is. And you put him in a D and D movie that's well reviewed. Yeah, sign me up for that. You ever watch that wine movie he was in? Wine movie. He was in a wine movie. Yeah. You're not confusing him with Paul Giamatti again, are you? <laughs> it happens. A you lot. always do this. Well, they look so much alike. Um, Bottle Shock, I think it's called. They both played Captain Kirk. That's right. If I get that right, I'll be impressed. Oh, me too. Bottle, I think it's called Bottle Shock. Bottle Shock. Um, admission, I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. I have no idea how you fucking play this game. I don't know what it's about. Holy shit, like you got it right. Interest. Boom. Yeah. Well-reviewed Chris Pine. Yeah, Put and it it's, got, it's, it's got Alan Rickman and Bill Pullman in it. It's fucking good. Wait, what year is this movie from? 2008. <laughs> it's yeah. obviously not recent. Oh, wow. He's got a ponytail in it. Dennis Farina's still, in this movie. Still handsome. Love a Dennis Farina. Yeah. Eliza just... Dushku's in this movie. <laughs> I can tolerate Eliza Dushku. She's still cheerleading. Just kidding. Brad Whitford's in this movie. I do you love Brad Whitford? Yeah. Uh, all right. Are we going to watch this? Is this the movie we're doing? Next? Is it available? <laughs> I don't know. We might have to find out. Paul said, or at the very, or the very least, Paul, Paul watched it and do a mini flicks. I, I, I do take umbrage with the well reviewed that this movie got a 56 on Metascore. I'm reviewing it well. <laughs> well reviewed by Willie. And I do movie review podcasts. It's got a Willie score of 98. Uh, I'd give it like a three and a half. But still, oh, there you go. Okay. It is oh, that's on still 70. Amazon Prime. Hmm. Yeah, there you go. Is it free on Amazon Prime? Uh, it says it is. Hey, hey. Got our next flick. I guess we maybe do. The, the, you the heard movie it here first, unless unless our next episode turns out to be something completely different. The, and we just movie... decided later we didn't want to watch this. The movie poster is only really shows Alan Rickman on it, which I think is probably your right move. Yeah, well, this is pre-Star Trek. Right, yeah. 2008, uh, Star Trek was the next year. So Chris Post Pine. Hans Gruber, clearly. Chris, Chris Pine was most known for like Princess Diaries 2 or whatever, like or, or uh, that movie with Lindsay Lohan. Me and else? Crossroads? Oh, no, the one where they're... <laughs> Lindsay Lohan is not in Crossroads. <laughs> Did you did, did you watch Crossroads in the end, Paul? No, I didn't. <laughs> you fucker. I know. I need to. Yeah. Oh, he was in he was in Smoking Aces. Chris Pine. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Smoking Aces is one of those movies that we like watch that for this show. I think you watched this. You watched it. I didn't watch. I didn't watch I was, it. But you did. Yeah. I you you were correct. I I feel like that. I remember you watched this. Yeah. So Dungeons and Dragons. Do I? Do I need to oh. know about the game to watch the movie? I'm sure you don't. I doubt it. Yeah. Okay. There's probably not a lot of actual dice rolling in the movie. Right. Um, the other movie that hit my radar that I'm interested in that I downloaded, I will watch it Wednesday on the plane, is the Tetris movie. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of watching that. It's, uh, what's his name? Taron Egerton, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, no. you did watch it or you haven't watched it yet? I have downloaded it. I'm, Got it. I'll be on a plane on Wednesday and I plan on watching it as the, the guy director who, intended on the plane. It's it's funny how much sometimes Taron Edgerton can, can look like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. 
but only sometimes. But only sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I, I sometimes he mean. looks nothing like him at all. Yeah. He wears Taron Egerton wears glasses a lot in his movies. Now that I think about it, he does. Like you always see him with glasses. Can I make a request while we're just calling out what we're going to review next? Yeah. <laughs> sure. can, you, can you guys please fucking watch The Mandalorian? I need somebody to talk about it with. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Please just fucking watch this show. All right, yeah. we'll watch The Mandalorian. Fine, we'll yeah. watch Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. Oh, a funny story, though, was with, I was with Twist a buddy the other day. And um, he was saying um, he didn't watch The Book of Boba Fett. And I was like, do you know what's going on in the season of Mandalorian? He's like, it's fucking weird. It's like they like flash forward. <laughs> like I, I don't like. How did Grogu get back with them? And I'm like, oh yeah, you you need to have seen Boba Fett, you know? Yeah, that's and, that's half a season of Mandalorian right there. Right, exactly. It's like, of course, if you had no idea, why would you think that you would have had to watch the Book of Boba Fett to know what yeah. the hell was going on in the Mandalorian? Yeah, yeah, we already went over that. Oh, Paul, have you started Ted Lasso? Nope. Oh man, I know. I need to watch it. There's lots of lots of content to catch up on. Yeah, uh, I do. Well, I got I got two really long airplane flights coming up, so I can catch up on some stuff. There you go. What have you been doing? Is there is there some Star Trek thing going on right now that you're watching instead? Yeah, so I'm watching Picard. Is it is it is that going on, or are you catching up on it? I'm catching up on it. Okay, so that actually, I don't think it's over. Maybe it is now. I don't know. I don't it's know if it's Peacock. Still Paramount Plus? What's that? Paramount, Paramount Plus. Paramount, yeah. yeah. Is that the one that this um, Kevin Costner with all of his spinoffs TV show is on? Kind of, sort of, right? I don't know what network that's on. That's it's, on it's, Peacock, right? Or is that it, on Paramount? It, it, it's on like multiple. Is, aren't like different seasons on like on like different streaming services? People really like that show. What's it called? Uh, Yellowstone. I, Yellowstone. And then the other one, 18, wait, whatever. What right? this the is, spinoff, this right? Is, this is absolutely yeah. a conversation we have had on this show before. As to like so where it's I don't streaming. participate outside of the, the you know the big three. And I thought like isn't Yellowstone isn't this like uh, I'm gonna, now I'm gonna get myself in trouble. I thought this was like total boomer bait that that show. Well, I'm sure it is, but it's very popular. Yeah, it is very popular. I just I can't I honestly can't tell if it's popular like solely among boomers and that's what makes it popular, or if it's popular like broadly. Even Wait, besides what are the, that, what are the big three? Netflix, Disney, HBO. and HBO. Yeah. Okay. I think once in a while, once a while, it's, it's funny. Like Amazon's not even in the conversation. I, but not Hulu. Hulu's not in the top three. We'll just tiptoe in there once in a while for shits. Yeah, I think I think probably if you had to name three, those would probably be the three. Depending on what you like to watch, right? Because like I think quite there are quite there are quite a few people I think who would put Amazon as one of the top three and not HBO. Only for Marvel's Mrs. Maisel. What else are you watching on that shit? I don't watch any of them. the boys. The boys, the boys is yeah, too. yeah. And I would, I mean, I mean, the boys is one of those shows that, like, have you, you seen know. the boys? Yeah, yeah. No, you. no, I have yeah. not. You, you're, you're pointing you're, at himself, yeah, right? You're, you're what you're pointing is though, like, as though it's we can see what you're pointing at. at. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you seen the boys? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you both should see that show. It's really, really good. Yeah. Probably, it's, probably I should at really some point. A, I watched The Man in the High Castle a while ago. It was good. I was going to ask you about that because that's the one from there that I was. I'm always kind of curious to see. Yeah, slow in the beginning, but it's pretty good. Yeah, the th- the idea I got with The Man in the High Castle was like when it came out, it's like the reviews kind of seemed like eh, and I was like, well, that's too bad because I like that premise a lot, but like if I just wasn't going to invest in it if it wasn't like if people weren't like oh, it was good, 
Like mm-hmm. then I would have been like, okay, good. Cause I'm, a, I'm kind of a sucker for alt history kind of stuff. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Love all history. Yeah. We got any emails? I do. I love for all mankind. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Oh, I do too. Mm. Um, we did, we did. And, uh, I'm actually not going to highlight an email that we got from our normal account. Cause instead I'm going to highlight, uh, there's no real question here or anything like that, but we don't, we don't, uh, we don't hear from, you know, people who we knew back in the day, uh, very often. And we got kind of like a bolt out of the blue. We got a, uh, email or from an old listener of ours, not sorry, Levi, you're not, I, I, I'm not saying you're old, but, um, I'm saying that you previous listened, listener. Yes. You listened a long time ago when we were, uh, you know, in, in our first run many, many, many years ago. Um, so yeah, so this is from Levi, one of our old listeners who said, you know, basically, wow, I listened to you guys way back when you were first starting out and you kind of disappeared. That is true. We, <laughs> we, we did, we did disappear at some point. I searched a few years ago cause I wanted to listen to some old episodes. It was like you were wiped off the internet. Hmm. Not the best. Yes. <laughs> so I was going to say then it, it, somehow today I randomly came across one of your old episodes on the internet archive. Hope it was Didn't know that was possible. Yeah. Hope it was from post pandemic old. <laughs> Probably not. And it made me think to do a search and lo and behold, it's nice to hear old familiar voices. Um, just wanted to say hi after all these years. Hi Levi. If you're, what if up? you, if you resubscribed and you're listening to this, we, we appreciate hearing from you. It's good to uh, good to hear from someone who knows us from way back. Mm-hmm. We're still here, still we're doing us. our thing. <laughs> well, we didn't. We weren't. We're back again. That's right. Um, it, and it's interesting. It, it did make me think that um, we uh, recorded our our first um, run of Podflix. We did was just a sh- just shy of three years basically that we recorded when we put out an episode every week and we watched a ungodly number of movies most of the time (laughs) for each episode. Um, it was, you know, it was unsustainable and it was the kind of thing that we could only have done when we were in our mid twenties, basically. It was a fucking chore. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, I I enjoyed it, but it was still, Oh yeah. 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 And we were just collectively burned out. Um, when we, got through Dude, episode 140 like whatever fucking dvds we had to plan it oh yeah oh yeah absolutely and and we did an episode every week and then put that episode out like later that week like yeah. it was like there was no lead time basically mm-hmm. like it was it was a breakneck pace um yeah i mean right. granted we had like no you know families or anything like that so it's like we didn't really have anything to worry about that way like this was actually something you could spend a fair amount of time on but um but it did make me think that it has now been just about the same amount of time since we restarted we restarted really almost three really? years ago yeah it was the spring of that, 2020 when bad, bad boys for life remember <laughs> holy shit it doesn't that, feel like that this time around feels so much more comfortable and casual and easy yeah that first run felt like it was like eight years i know it really I know it really did. Um, maybe, maybe you know, there was so much setup because we had all this fucking gear. It was like we'd spend the first two hours like setting up, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, you know, we spend, you know, we we 
this is all peeling back the curtain for everybody. But like we, you know, we record at night, which I think we've said before. And we did usually back then too, although not always, sometimes we record kind of in the middle of the day on a weekend and stuff like that. But it was like, it was like a four to five hour, like marathon affair when we recorded, because like you said, it was like a good few hours before we had everything set up correctly and ready to go. Fucking wires and patch cables and everything in between. Right. And something always was not working. Like mm-hmm. on, on my end or on your end, like it was always something where it was like, yeah, we got to troubleshoot this. We use fucking Skype to record. Yes, that is also true. Skype still a thing? Yeah, Probably. I think it is. I'm sure it's not. Did a- that just get absorbed into themes? No, no, I, no. I, I, I think I, it's I hear its own podcasts thing. podcasts talk about Skype sometimes. Yeah. Huh. Still out there. The fuck uses it? Podcasters. Hot, hotmail people? Yeah, the Hotmail people. <laughs> When they upload their podcast to GeoCities. That's right. Yeah. But, the, but the, I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that's a huge part of it, too, is that it's like, I think, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, Willie, but I, th- I think, like, it was so much harder to, like, record, record, but especially to mix the show back then. And you did it much quicker than you do now, which speaks to the fact that we just had no, we had, we had a lot more time back then to do this kind of shit. Um, cause you had to, yeah, like you had, you know, you recorded on Skype and then like used my line as a guide vocal. And then I would upload my, I'd have to upload my thing. If it was nuts is like, we like Paul would come over to my house every week. Yeah. And Paul and I were always sitting next to each other. Yep. And then I was, it wasn't practical to have the three of us sitting next to each other. Yeah. And then I was, I was down in DC doing my thing. Although probably we, we recorded all three of us together. Probably what? Like. 10 to 12 times over the course of the we haven't done that at yeah. all this three years no no we haven't no we have not because the only times we've gotten together we've been on like vacation or something and it's like well this would be shitty if we just went went and recorded for a long time when's the, when's the three-year anniversary should we find each other and, and do an in-person one it is may i just looked it up may 25th there you go so yeah so so, so so we're a little less than two months away there you go it's, right. it's, it is early april as we record this should we watch the next bad boys movie is there another bad boys movie if only <laughs> we'll do emancipation instead here we go yep we'll do our three-year show and then shut it all down <laughs> for 10 more years <laughs> just <laughs> see you in 2033 bitch <laughs> that'd be amazing that's the secret we, we we've been recording this whole time we just cut it back to once every six months and we just started putting them out <laughs> uh, all right um, even though the email that I read wasn't from this email account, if you want to email us, you can do so by, uh, sending us email at talk at gmail.com and we will definitely read it. We will maybe read it on air and start reminiscing about the old times and, and for like five or 10 minutes and how things used to be back when, what if it only has drawings and will you read it? Yes, mm. I will describe. I guarantee. Okay, if you send us like a scanned <laughs> drawing that you did, I will take time and describe in detail the drawing. You this is, this is my promise. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Listener. Are you sure you want to make this promise? <laughs> this is how I'm sure I am that no one will do this. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking do it now. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> this is yeah. This offer is void if the drawing comes from willie or paul hand drawn emojis <laughs> coming your way buddy <laughs> i mean i'll keep them up I'll, 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 I'll cherish them i'll hang them up on the fridge <laughs> you, heard, you heard of keith herring he's got nothing 
All right. So tune in for next week when we watch uh, one of five movies that we said we wanted to watch. <laughs> or or something else. Yeah, something completely different. Uh, I need to look up if there's a movie called... Oh, boy. 